I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right will be your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right will tackle topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen or bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company, Black Dog Builders, in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals and past clients to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. Good morning and uh, welcome back to Renovation Made Right. I am Dave Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. And uh, so we are here with with another episode, but specifically today, we're going to be talking about uh, financing, right? So we're trying consistently in the show to help give consumers information that they can use in getting their projects built. Um, And one of the questions that people have over and over again is, all right, so I know what I want now. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about doing this renovation project. I'm not sure how I go about paying for it. Right. Right. And so today we have a guest, and our guest is Lori Kerrigan. And Lori is from Enterprise Bank, and she's going to spend some time with us today talking about, um, you know, the different ways in which consumers can go about funding their projects and, and things that might make sense and things that don't make sense and, uh, you know, what consumers need to be thinking about um, when when they go about the process of pursuing financing and tying that into the kind of project that they might want to might want to build. Right. Right. So with no further ado, we want to welcome Lori to our show. Thank you very much. All right. Good morning, Lori. Glad good morning. To have you, glad to have you here. Thank you for coming. Thank you. All right. So when we talk about doing remodeling projects, uh, you know, I think it, it, the, the, fine, the funding side of it can be intimidating, right? And, and understanding uh, how, much, how much people can borrow, uh, what different ways they can borrow, what different ways. There's lots of ways people can fund remodeling projects, right? Um, and it would be great if we could kind of talk about, uh, you know, the different, the different methods that you've worked with and, and that, that consumers can consider. And then we'll drill in and ask some questions as we go um, and try to get some more clarification and, and, uh, and maybe share some ways that we've seen clients do projects and, uh, and then figure out how we, you know, how, uh, how the, I guess the, the, the pros and cons and benefits of doing that. Um, so, uh, so let's begin. So how do you see that, l- let's say a consumer is thinking about doing a, a kitchen renovation for you know, $75,000, um, and uh, where does that process begin? They come to the bank, and what happens? Well, they come to the bank, and um, we'll discuss how much they need and the, the project as well. And there's a couple of things they can do. They could apply for just to refinance, mm-hmm. cash out on the property if the equity is there. Okay. Um, and that way we will just send out an appraiser and we'll make sure the value is there and we'll, um, you know, make sure they qualify and fill out the application. And, and a lot of consumers will do it that way. They'll take a, uh, a refinance out with cash out to pay for the renovations. And so how much can someone uh, borrow against, uh, against their home? They can borrow up to 80% on a single-family owner-occupied home of the value. Okay, so just just for so for round numbers, if somebody's in, a, you know, in a four hundred thousand dollars house, they could take up to eighty percent of that uh, to for a first mortgage. Right, right, right. absolutely, um, and they can use that money to improve their home. Absolutely. Okay, and um, you mentioned that you sent in an appraiser. Is an appraiser 
something that you do as a part? Like, do you do that preliminarily for uh, for uh, to, to kind of vet the process, or is that just part of the uh, construction process in general? It's, I mean, that's not the construction, but the, the loan the loan process. If the mortgage is a refinance, it's it, and if it's a construction project, we um, do have an appraiser to go out there and value uh, evaluate the property for the value. Okay. Um, then we will be able to figure out how much money they can borrow up against that value. Okay, and is that something that the consumer pays for sort of before the application process? They, you, you figure that out first and say, okay, now here's what we can do for you? There's an application fee. Okay. Of, uh, and that application fee of $525, and maybe a little bit more depending on the home. Sure. If it's If it's um, a home that has large improvements, yep. um, comparison to the neighborhood, you know. Um, but... We will send that appraiser out as part of the process, the initial process, so we know exactly how much we can uh, allow the borrower to to uh, borrow based okay. on their qualifying income and credit. So, so that takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. You're, yep. not, you're not in a situation where you find out late in the game, oh, the house didn't value it. We hoped it would. Right? Uh, it's it's not it's not very quick. The appraisers go out there, but it takes them about two to three weeks okay. uh, to get that appraisal in. Right. Okay. Uh, so, so so would it make sense? And I, we were just talking about um, a little bit about budgeting or even figuring out what you wanted to do. Would it make sense to get the bank involved early in the process? So, like, say there's about three projects I want to do, but I don't know how much I, would it make sense to have the bank before you get in deeply absolutely. into the design talk and with, specking? Absolutely. Talk with the loan officer, sit down with them, um, explain to them what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, as a loan officer, can can tailor the correct, you know, the right product for them because mm-hmm. we have many products. It mm-hmm. could be, um, they may already have a home equity line of credit that we could just refinance and uh, increase mm-hmm. for that project, or they may just want to, where rates are very low right now, they may just want to refinance mm-hmm. and take the cash out and uh, have a great low interest rate mm-hmm. if they're paying a higher interest rate. Right. So let's let's back up. We, we started talking about the idea of a refi with cash out. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, you know, I've now been in my house for a long enough period of time. I've paid my mortgage down. Maybe at the same time I've paid my mortgage down. The, the the house value has gone up, right? right? And so that's created this equity. And I can tap into that as an option, mm-hmm. right? But then you just mentioned home equity. So talk about our, our line of credit. So, so that's another another vehicle, Yeah, right? that, exactly. A mortgage is a, it's, it's a first lien on your home. Yeah. Right. So we would be paying off that existing first lien if we're refinancing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like you said, that, that equity has been built out, so we'll allow you to borrow up against that equity up to 8% of the value. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, a home equity line of credit that's a second lien. So the first mortgage that you have stays in place, and we're allowing you to take a second mortgage out on your property as long as the value is there. Okay. And we'll go up to 80% of the loan to value for a home equity line of credit as well. So meaning, let's, let's you know, w- meaning that whatever your mortgage is, you'll you'll allow that mortgage plus the difference between that mortgage and 80%. Right, it's to combined to loan combined, to value, right. yes. Okay. Yes, okay, absolutely. Great. So you can have a pretty large uh, equity line, uh, line of credit. Absolutely. Or, or, okay. okay. Yeah. So great. what is the advantage of one versus the other? Great question. Uh, that's a great question. Um, the advantage of a, of a first mortgage mm-hmm. as a cash-out refinance is if you are taking advantage of the low interest rates. Okay. So you're rewriting your mortgage, mm-hmm. and you're taking the cash-out to improve your home. Um, 
the advantage of a home equity line of credit is it's a line of credit that you draw upon when you need it. Mm -hmm. So if you um, are in the process of just making some minor improvements and you want that home equity line of credit in place, almost works like a credit card, it's interest only, mm -hmm. you can pay it off monthly, um, you can use that for your home improvements as well. Okay. And so the, the other difference though, I think if I'm not mistaken, is if we, uh, if a client refis the house, the, it d does an entire refi, takes cash out, they have a new mortgage that's now set with a, with a certain amortization. So you're taking it over 20 years or 15 Correct. years or 30 years. Yes. and there are specific required payments that are including principal and interest. That is correct, right? yes. Versus the line of credit, um, it's interest only until you choose to pay the principal down, right? You, correct, right? yes. But I'm sure there's a window of time. You can't have it that way forever. No, right? it's it's interest only for the first 10 years, and it's okay. written for 15 years. All right. Yep. Okay. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And and you can choose to pay down your uh, your principal at whatever pace you want. Whatever pace you want. Okay. Yep, and there's absolutely. no penalties or things No like penalties at all. There okay. are no penalties. Do lines of credit have a, any kind of a different rate structure compared to, say, a full mortgage? Absolutely. A, a, a mortgage, a first mortgage, yep. we have um, fixed rate products as well as adjustable rate products, which means that a fixed rate product is the same interest rate for the term of the loan, whether yeah. it be 10, 15, or 30 years. Mm -hmm. An adjustable rate mortgage product works where the interest rate is fixed for a set amount of time. For instance, we have a program that's called a 10-1, so that interest rate initially is set for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then that mortgage turns into a one-year adjustable mortgage. So after the after the 10th year and ongoing, that interest rate is adjusted each year, okay. depending on the market, the, the um, one-year treasury bill. And so that might be a better product for somebody who thinks, I'm probably going to be moving in about absolutely. eight or nine years. Right? Yes, I think, it's a, I think it's a wonderful product because most people will do something within a seven-year time mm -hmm. with okay. their home. Either Most people will either refinance or they'll move out or sure. you know something significant will happen. So uh, t a 10 years is a good enough time, mm -hmm. I believe. Um, and that rate is very good right now. So, so and and the challenge though, I think, is um, if you don't, like you just said, if you if if you don't move, right, if you're going to stay in the home, the risk is we're at pretty much you know unusually low rates right, right now. Right? right. So it's it would be reasonably to assume that uh, that the next time they adjust, they're going to adjust up, right? Correct. So, yes. So you're you're kind of playing a little bit of a game. If you, however, if you think if you're in the corporate world, you can get relocated. Right, right, that's right. Fine, right. But right now, I think, um, right, you know you're going to be in your property for a while, a right. long time. It's a great time to refinance mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. for a long term. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And uh, so so, there, so there's the, the refi cash out, makes mm -hmm. sense. Um, there's the, the home equity line of credit. Mm -hmm. um, what other kinds of, of mechanisms can people uh, We use? also have a program. It's called our Construction Permanent Program, Okay. which um, would probably be for your major improvements if you're redoing a kitchen or uh, an addition uh, on the property because this loan is done in installments as far as each stage of the building mm -hmm. completion okay. so if it's a major renovation like it like an addition yep. uh, you may want to get a construction perm loan sure and how that works is we would get the contract from the customer for the builder we need to know how much they will need with the estimates and so forth. Uh, the plan specifications, if it's a major remodel, addition, 
and how the construction perm loan works is the money is drawn out for the first for the 12 months that it's being built or however long yep. and it's interest only on that part of it sure. so um, once the property is complete that interest rate is it's the same interest rate initially mm -hmm. as it is for the term and it's pr it starts principal and interest after the property is completed okay. but it's interest only while everything is being built in okay. um, and so uh, so let me follow let's let's just say an example so this is a product actually that many of our clients have used right and if if um, it, and as you said, it seems to be a really good product when it's a bigger scale project. Correct. Right? So l let's say you live in a three-bedroom ranch right now, and you want to turn that ranch into a four-bedroom colonial, and you're going to go up to the second floor, mm -hmm. right? So that's a that's a radical change in the way the house is, right? right. So it's moving the house into a whole new category, mm -hmm. um, and it's moving the house into a whole new price point. Right. right? So if those folks have a $200,000 mortgage on the house, and maybe the house is valued at at $400,000 right now, you're going to take over that $200,000 mortgage Correct. as part of this, right? Yes. But then you're going to look at the value of the house and say, okay, this house is worth four hundred right now, but when we're done with the construction, mm -hmm. the construction is going to, it, it going to add $200,000 to the Correct. value of the house. Yes. So now the house is worth $600,000, and you're going to let the clients borrow against not the equity they have in the house right now, but against the future equity they're going to have when the house is built. That's 100% right. complete. So yes. that's, the, that's the biggest, I think that's mm -hmm. the, one of the things that I think if um, if you don't have a ton of equity in the house you and, and you can't access all the money you need to do a big project like that, this this product, this, mm -hmm. this loan uh, system um, allows you to actually tap into some of the equity that you're going to actually be building in the project itself. Perfect. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. The appraisal will be done subject to completion. Okay. And the value is based on when that property is 100% complete. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there. So in that scenario, you have an appraiser look at the house and say the house right now is worth 400, and then they look at the plans and the specifications mm -hmm. and all that, and they say, okay, we think when you do this project, it's going to add two hundred thousand dollars to the value of the home. So we're going to say the finished value of the home is six hundred. That's how that works. That's one hundred percent. Okay, yeah. and I'm assuming it's often the case where uh, that the finished value of the house is is um, and and the incremental cost are not always one to one. Like we tell clients that if a, if a client puts seventy-five thousand dollars into a kitchen renovation. It does not increase the value of their house by seventy five thousand dollars. That's right. right. We're, we're just straightforward about mm -hmm. that, and so maybe to do that second store project is three hundred thousand dollars, but it's only going to add two to the house in value, right? And, right? and so consumers need to know that. That's a big, a big piece of the puzzle. But this that loan process, a you you only have if I'm right, if I'm right in saying this, you only have like one refinancing cost. You're not. You're not refinancing the mortgage and then then refinancing construction Again, loan, right? right? right. It's, it's a one. It's a closing, one. It's right? a one close. Yes, right. and, absolutely. And, and so that's really nice. You don't have to have those two separate pieces, and and then while the project's under construction, like you said, you're only paying interest while it's going on. That's right. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, and so how does the uh, how does the consumer like how do the payments work and how how does the consumer do they does the money come to them for the construction payments or does it go to the contractor or how does that all work? Um, how this works is we have an inspection company okay. that will go out to the property um, via stage. For instance, if it's um, an addition, um, the inspector will go out and, you know, if there's a foundation that has to be done for the addition, he'll go out and uh, verify that the foundation has been completed. Sure. Once we get notification that that stage has been completed, we will disperse the check to the builder. 
Okay, right. Yeah. And the homeowners out of the loop. Out of the loop. Okay, yeah, all right. Absolutely. Because we've worked with banks that do it two different ways. We've worked mm -hmm. with banks where that happens, mm -hmm. where the check goes to the builder, and then we work with banks where they write the check to the builder and the homeowner, and then the, and the homeowner needs to sort of sign over their Well, ex right? exactly. We, yep. could, we do it that way as well. Okay, yeah. Yep. And, absolutely. And so you're doing the inspections. Uh, mm -hmm. So you're so you're also sort of protecting the consumer as it goes, right? Yeah, where, where the appraiser's going to have those plans and specifications. Yeah. Uh -huh. So he's going to see uh, when he does that appraisal what that property will be valued at once it's 100% completed. Okay. So we, we will know exactly how much we can lend to right. the customer. But I mean, you're also protecting the customer by way of you're not issuing money until you do your inspections. Oh, yes, absolutely. Right. We have right. our customer, we have their best interest at heart. Sure. It's, it's, that's who our customer is. We want to make sure that uh, they're getting what they need and what they're paying for. Sure, sure, that, and that makes sense. And so, um, is there any? So, I, I, um, I have had a little bit of experience in the commercial world where mm -hmm. they have this thing called retainage, right? So, when you do, uh, when there's payments being made, that sometimes the, uh, the the bank will hold back a certain portion of each payment. Is that, does that typically happen, or is it just you pay that you make the full payment as it goes? We make the full payment once it's once we have proof that that stage has been completed. Okay, great, yep. great. And then yep. you just move on. And okay. we move on to the next stage. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. great, very yeah. good. And um, so are there any other, like, details or ins and outs that people should be aware of? When you t and what's that, that? That loan is typically called a what? A, construct a construction perm. Okay, construction yep. perm. Mm -hmm. so meaning perm being sure for permanent. Me right? Meaning, yes, it's just a construction perm to construct the improvements, and the rate is interest only while it's being completed. Okay. And then permanent means the rate will be permanent for the ongoing term of the loan. So it oh. turns into a first mortgage. It turns into a first mortgage. Got it. Yep. Okay. All right. That makes sense. And 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 is that are those all structured so that they're you know, are they thirty year mortgages? Are they twenty year thirty Yeah, and I just want to jump on that when you said it's a first mortgage, we can also do a construction improvement in a second lien position. Oh, okay. Oh. So so if they have a great rate on that first mortgage because they just refinanced uh -huh. um, and now they're looking to do something, we can be in, we can do a second mortgage in place for a construction perm loan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so that's really helpful. I think that, so, um, and, and I've also, I also see, and, and I'm, I'm always dubious about this, but I see typically like in big box stores or uh, things like that where they have um, like project cards where you can get a credit card kind of thing that's great geared to a project. What do you, what's your opinion about those? Do you think those offer value to people who are thinking about doing uh, home improvements? Well, it depends on what they're paying for that project card and what uh, the interest is. I mean, right now, home equity line of credit, uh, prime is very low. As you know, it dropped. Yep, yep. And with where, that, where is it about right now? I know it changes all like, the time. but I believe like 5.625 right now mm -hmm. or maybe 5.5. Um, so the home equity line works. It's a discounted rate for that first year at three and a quarter or three and a half. It's two percent less than what the current prime is. Wow. Yeah. So it's a great interest rate mm -hmm. yep. um, versus them using a credit card or, yeah. or something like that with a pain. Yeah, I've always been dubious about like like there. You see these opportunities to finance, especially in stores. Um, typically, that's for smaller stuff like replacing your heater or something like that. Right. Um, but I, I've always been in the impression that's a very expensive way to go if you actually ultimately end up using those terms, like if you end up paying for it over time. Correct. Right. 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 So do a lot of your consumers have uh, home equity lines of credit that they just have set up at the bank and 
they dip into them and dip out of them, or do people typically typically use it just for like a specific purpose? I'm doing this project I wanted, or do they just? I'm seeing most of it as um, well. People will take a home equity line for a couple of purposes. It might be to pay tuition, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am seeing a lot of it. Um, to use for home improvements, absolutely. People are using that for, you know, renovating a kitchen, sure. new windows, etc. Sure, yeah, so uh, we, we can relate to the uh, tuition, tuition side of things. Yeah. We, got, we got two tuitions right now, so yeah, we can exactly. uh, definitely, definitely relate to that. Um, and uh, so what other ways do you see uh, consumers, um, you know, uh, going about the process of, of gaining funds to access for uh, renovation purposes or things like that? Um, besides a refinance or a construction firm? Uh, yeah. Is there, other, is there anything else that we should be aware of that we should share with homeowners? Um, well, th- those are probably the best products that we have if okay. you're looking to improve your home significantly. Uh-huh. Um, the, the interest rates are lower okay. than if you, they were just to go get a consumer loan without collateralizing it against their property. Oh, so, that's, so let's talk about that. That's actually, yeah. actually, that's actually great. Yeah. So these loans that you're talking about, are all based on the value of your house, not just, obviously, you're, I'm assuming, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm assuming part of that's your credit rating, right? You're going to Absolutely, check credit rating, yes. Right? But it's like you use the word collateralized, mm-hmm. meaning you don't pay your loan, then the bank gets to take your house, essentially. Right? Essentially, you, yes. That, that's, that's, she doesn't like right. to say that out loud. I don't like to and say that. 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 <laughs> but, but that's the reality, But that's right? how it works, right? absolutely. That's, and that's fine, right? But that's that also, a- that, that makes the bank in a much more comfortable position Versus what you just mentioned, which was there, you can access funds based purely on your credit worthiness. Correct. Right? With no collateral. No security no at security all. No security at yeah, all, right? Absolutely. Um, and so what's what's the difference in what those cost consumers? What's the difference in whether it makes sense for something like that? Or like why, if I could access, I'm assuming, it, it, am I right in saying that's a more expensive way to get much, money? Yes. Well, the interest rate is, is much higher. Okay. Because mm-hmm. there's a risk, more it's, a bigger it's risk It's a lender. bigger risk. So I think the best thing for a consumer to do when they know that they they're taking care of their home, and they're going to be there for a little while, is to either get a home equity line of credit or refinance their first mortgage sure. or a construction perm loan uh, if they're doing a major improvement. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. So now what happens if people have, um, they come to you and they say, we have a project that we want to do. It's going to cost about $100,000, and we have some of the cash, but not all the cash. Um uh, do you look for people to put have a certain amount down if you're borrowing, or how does that work? Yes. Um, when we're doing a construction perm for improvements, the consumer must have at least the 20% equity in their home. Okay. We cannot let them borrow more than right. the 80% sure. total. Okay. Um, okay. Because yeah. I think we, we also find a numbers of clients who... Um, have they've done some saving? They have some money set aside, mm-hmm. but it's very, very common that once they actually spend time developing the project, um, that they thought they'd get it done for seventy-five or hundred, but what they really fell in love with was one twenty-five or one fifty, yeah. and mm-hmm. they can't they can't quite make that gap. So is that is that sounds like that's probably another place where you would recommend the the line of credit to br- to bridge that gap? Right? Correct. To yes. Fill that in. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the line of credit, uh, so the, the home equity line of credit sounds really interesting because it gives the consumer a little more flexibility. Maybe you would uh, issue a line that is worth 75 and they only need 25 but they if they need to stretch on something or they get excited about something, it gives them a little more flexibility. It gives them around. the flexibility, right. absolutely. Okay. All yeah. Right. So well, they might also want to take, you know, all this cash that they saved and keep it in, like, if it's if it's earning interest someplace else and it's invested in a way right. that is earning them right. more money, they could keep it where it is and pay a lower interest rate for, uh, you know, a... Right. 
So yeah, the market's been pretty hot lately. Yeah, so both ends. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's a that's a very wise thing to say. So you need to think about like where you want if if your money's working for you. Absolutely. You know, how much is it going to cost you to borrow from somebody else? Sure, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and uh, and so this isn't really banking specific, but I know that it's something that we see our consumer, our clients experiencing sometimes is, um, and sometimes it does actually still tie into financing in different ways, um, but we see, uh, not infrequently now, families combining, right? So we, we see um, mom and dad or one parent who's who's going to be living with the rest of the family, and maybe that requires a modification to the house or an addition to the house or whatever, and maybe mom or dad sold their house and they're bringing some money with them to do mm-hmm. that. Uh, but then at the same time, often people take advantage of uh, saying, well, if we're going to do this big addition, now's a good time for the kitchen renovation, right? And so mm-hmm. mom and dad might be building the wing, uh, but then there still needs to be, uh, you know, um, additional monies to do renovation to the rest of the house, right? right. So. And, and, and as that addition gets built, that adds equity to that house, right? Absolutely. So, so if mom, Absolutely. Yeah, so if mom and dad are, are bringing the money to put the addition on because they're going to live there, mm-hmm. that improves the position of the uh, of the children who might own the home, mm-hmm. right, and that they can borrow against that as well. Absolutely, mm-hmm. because right. the value will be estimated against all those improvements. Sure, sure. So here's a question um, that I've, I've always wondered. I don't really understand the difference. And maybe you could help uh, mm-hmm. listeners. So... We're talking to you. You're from Enterprise Bank. We bank with Enterprise Bank. It's it, have had a great experience with Enterprise. Um, but I, I hear advertising all the time, uh, sort of mortgage companies, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, or uh, well, I guess I guess it is mortgage company. What's the difference between and, and and what's the difference for a consumer between going to a bank and talking about all the products we've been talking about today versus going to a mortgage company? And why would you do one over the other? What's the difference? Um. The customer's going to want to get the best rate and the best service. And um, we're very competitive with interest rates. As far as the difference between us and a mortgage company, a mortgage company uh, will use different lenders. So um, you might apply at that mortgage with that mortgage officer at the mortgage company, but your loan will be sold to to an investor. And I'm not saying we do the same thing, however. but we have one investor we sell our loans to, and we also keep our loans as well. So, so it's some a mix. Loans you service in house. Yeah, we service our, we service our construction permanent loans in house. So you'll mm-hmm. always be making your payment at Enterprise Bank. Okay. We service our adjustable rates in house. But our fixed rate product, we want to give the consumer the best, the lowest rate. So we sell the servicing. So that loan will be sold to one investor. And what that basically means to the consumer is because I've had this happen before. We, you know, you go to a and I, I, I didn't I didn't really understand this was going to happen, but mm-hmm. you go you know you you uh, you're applying with one institution. You go to your closing, and then then even the next month you get a you know payment schedule or you get a payment inquiry from a completely different organization. That means they sold my loan to this other organization. Right, right, right. right. And, and, and it happens all the time. Yeah. And does it does it mean anything to consumer? Does it does it have any like impact on your day to day or like the? Not really. Yeah. I mean, you're you've agreed. You've signed at the closing. Um, you've agreed to a mortgage. You've agreed to the interest rate. You've agreed mm-hmm. to collateralizing your home. Um, the only thing that changes is the the name of the check that you're writing out. Okay, and so yeah. so, so whoever buys that loan is buying the product exactly as you set it up. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And it's just a question. Okay, so it has no real impact. No, not really. Okay. Um, I have heard some stories about larger institutions that people have not been happy with. Sure. Um, 
And that's that's meaningful on that's, some level, I think. You know, I know we've had that personal experience at a business level is, you know, banking with, with a larger institution have not had a great experience. Banking with a, a small local bank have had a great experience. So, you know, there's probably some value to uh, to thinking about those things as well for consumers. Right. right? And, and the uh, investor that we use, we've partnered up with. So if there was ever an issue, the customer could come right to Enterprise Bank, even if they're writing their check out to XYZ. Sure. Mm-hmm. And we'll take care of the problem for them. Okay. So here's another question for you. It's one that I've uh, wondered myself is, is that um, the rates are great, right? And, and you know, the rates have been great for a while. I mean, they've, they've gone yeah. up and down. But not, mu- not by much. But not, not by much, right? right? We've been a low, a low market or low interest rate for a long time. And so we personally, on our personal side, we refinance a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, but how much of a gap does there need to be? between where you are now for interest, and or there's more than just a gap, where you are now for interest versus where you could be if you refinance, for it to be worth it. Is that like... That's a good question. What, what do you it decide? Should, it sh- I, I believe it should be about a point. Okay. A All point. Right. Um, because, you know, when you refinance your home, your mortgage, you're, you're paying closing costs. Right. right. So you want to make sure it makes sense. Sure. So, so if you're only a half a point higher than what the current interest rate is, it's not going to be worth your while to go ahead and, and uh, close on a new mortgage, even for a half a point less, because you're paying closing costs. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you're paying interest. Yep. Right. Um, so I would say between 0.75 and a point uh, would be the gap. And does some of it matter based on how long of a term you plan on having? the lo- Absolutely, because the, the longer the term, the more interest you're paying. Sure. Mm-hmm. So a lot of customers may have a great rate right now, but they want to lower their term. Yep. Um, so so they, they bought the mortgage or they, they took the mortgage on at a 30-year, mm-hmm. right? And, and and they want to go to a 15-year. They want to go to 15-year or a 20, and those mm-hmm. rates are even lower than the, they're paying now for the 30-year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's that's a combination of two things that are great um, reasons to refinance to a shorter term because the interest rate is great and you're shortening your term. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and that that makes it uh, a slightly different decision about when it's when the gap is big enough, the one right. point or exactly. Okay. So that Exactly, so that makes... You may not be a point difference, but you're shortening the term, right. and you may be improving the rate by, you know, 0.75 or a half a point. Yeah, I know that there was a, there was one time we refinanced, and we dropped the term, but the rate dropped enough such that our payment was almost the same. same. Right, And we yep. shaved time off the loan, yep. right? absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so so let's, uh, so another thing that I think about, too, is, uh, and we, you know, you, maybe you see this, and you talk about this, or you, you hear ways for people to uh, to accelerate their mortgage payment, right? So once you once you have a mortgage in place and, and it's set up, uh, you can reduce your interest expense a fair amount over the term over time. Absolutely. You could pay an extra two to three hundred dollars a month and, and decrease your term by seven to ten years. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't it, that's 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 what I wanted you I expected you to say yeah. that because you think about two to three hundred dollars a month um, isn't a ton of money. No, it isn't. When you think about that over the course of, but but to knock off that much time off a of thirty year, and I don't know what you could you do the math interest wise. What you put in your pocket is significant. Very right? significant. And, and is it true that most banks, including Enterprise Center, they're not charging for you to accelerate your payments if you want to if you want to pay more principal? It does. There's no penalty for that, right? There's no charge. In fact, if you. Uh, sold a, a large property, a different property that you had, and you had a lump sum to put down on your mortgage, mm-hmm. um, we would recast that mortgage for you, meaning we would take that lump sum, $100,000, and recast your mortgage so your payments would be smaller 
Oh, I didn't you know. know that. I yeah. thought, that's interesting. So, yeah. Oh, that's really. So, if you're doing your two hundred bucks a month, that's one thing. But if you if you have come into some money some way and you want to reduce your liability, you'd actually then recalculate what your absolutely is. yes. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, no I, cost I, at I all. Learn yeah. something new today. Yeah. That's good to know. Mm. All right. Um, so we so so hopefully uh, we've sort of shed some light on different ways you can gain access. And I think, you know, Brent, would you agree that that um, that this needs to happen early in the process, right? Like, yes. like, like you you talked about, right? So I think it makes sense. In fact, while you're looking for contractors to be looking for banks, you know, yeah. having a conversation and saying, you know, what what money is available to me. Yeah, I'd even say having that conversation with your banker before you start yeah. talking about your project, right? Because mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it, we've experienced situations where clients sort of anticipate that they have no problem getting the, the, yeah, the funds they actually, want. Yeah, actually, that's true. We've had a couple projects right. fall out at the last minute because of financing issues. And yeah, well, that's really, it's it's sad for everybody. Yeah, you know, well, people have signed contracts and... Yeah, and you design the project based on an assumption. You mm-hmm. design the project based on the fact that um, we assume we can get this much money, but then in reality, for whatever reason, maybe you can't. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you got close to it, but not quite enough, and now you're re- re-scoping the project and changing things and taking things out, and that's mm-hmm. that's difficult all the way around. It sounds like what you would suggest, Lori, is sort of do your due diligence up front, right? That's why you guys do the appraisal, right? So yeah. that so you're not guessing at how much money you can give somebody. Right. You're you're being much more concrete about it. And then consumers are going into the, the renovation process knowing really like legitimately knowing what their budget is. Absolutely. Right. And that's how, a, how much they can afford. That is the best plan. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well that's great. So can you think of any final thoughts that, that we can give our consumers? That are good tips or points to think about when approaching to uh, to you know a bank or or a lending institution uh, as they're thinking about uh, this process. Yeah, a couple of things. Um, if you are thinking of making some home improvements, it's not a, there's no better time mm-hmm. than now with interest rates so low um, in financing it. Um, one thing a consumer can do because. Like you said, uh, things are based. When we look at credit scores, that's very important. Oh, that's great. Yeah, let's talk about that. We didn't we didn't touch on that real at all. So let's talk a little bit about credit scores and 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 what that really means and how that impacts the way the bank views. Okay, so um, when we look at a um, a mortgage, an application, we pull a consumer's credit report, mm-hmm. and their credit report will reflect a credit score pulled by three bureaus, mm-hmm. and we, we always take the middle score. Mm-hmm. So when we pull a credit report, it's pulled uh, TransUnion, Experian, and there's one other. Equifax. Equifax, right. exactly, yep. Equifax. And we look at that credit score, and we take the middle score for their their prominent score, I okay. would say. And we're looking for credit scores. Um, you want to see a credit score 680 or above mm-hmm. uh, for a refinance, for a cash out. Uh, we can do lower. I mean... But the interest rate is not going to be quite as attractive. So I think a good good advice to a consumer would be to go online and get a copy of their credit report for free. Right. Yep, yep. Credit rep- and fix anything that needs and fixing. And fix anything that needs fixing. Mm-hmm. Because it's it, when you look at that, it, it's not safe to just assume that the credit score is correct, is it? Right. I mean, th- these, these uh, organizations make mistakes. They have data that's incorrect or whatever, and, and you have to be vigilant about that. Right? right, right. And I know a lot of customers, you know, have credit karma. Or things like that, but those uh, those scores aren't the same as what we pull sometimes. Uh-huh. So, okay. so yeah. it, it is a good advice to go online and get that once a year uh-huh. free credit report. Because it's for free, right? It's yeah, for free. Mm-hmm. It's free. It's creditreport.com. Do yeah. it once a year. Everyone should know what their credit looks like. Yeah, uh-huh. and does that get you the report on all three bureaus? 
Uh, yes, it does. Okay. Yep. All right. So, yeah, that's, that's very helpful. So, anything else before we wrap? Um, no, just I think um, what we suggested was sit down with a loan officer mm -hmm. and tell them what you are looking to do and um, get that appraisal because everything will be based on that, mm -hmm. your budget. So sure. it's, it's great to sit down with someone before you make, before you sign any contracts. Mm -hmm. Well, that is great. So we have been speaking with Lori Kerrigan from Enterprise Bank. Lori, thank you so much for coming You're on. You're very we welcome. You. And, uh, and this is another episode of uh, Renovation Made Right, and we greatly appreciate you being with us. I am Dave Bryan. I'm Brenda Bryan. All right, have a great day. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.